But as I didn't got older, I understand that my time, energy, and my resources is valuable to me now. Like that, that that's about like I'm not about to go out with a chick if, if she gonna spend most of the day on her phone, taking pictures on Snap, what is it? All of these social media, this, that, and the other. I could have got you a phone for phone from McDonald's. I mean, whatever. That's good. I, I like it. Like I said, I like I was like, I can't make this up. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I man. Like once I once I um once I finish my book, you'll understand wh- where all this stuff comes from. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was I was doing some research on you. Um, you was in the Navy. Yeah, I was in a military police officer five years, man. Military police. How was that? Yeah. I was every payday. I was fighting. Damn. Every- Every payday I was fighting, you know, I was deployed a lot. So I, I am a combat veteran. Um, but yeah, like on paydays, you know, you deploy, you really ain't got much to do. So they start, you know, depending on where I was stationed at, they get them, they get some drink. They start drinking, playing them call of duty and then dipping that, that tobacco yeah. or fighting, <laughs> breaking up fights. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, I think you said that you were stationed in Maryland for a while. Yeah, I was in Bethesda. Uh, I was right there in Bethesda. Uh, they changed the name of that base. Um, it's across from, uh, what's that? NIH, National mm. Institute of Health. But they didn't change it. They closed down Walter Reed. And now it's like military, Walter Reed, military medical something center. It's a retarded name, but it was the president's <laughs> hospital. Right there in Bethesda. Okay, okay, okay. That's what's up. So, um, you had you had to get out of there once the basically once the service is done because I'm actually in Maryland. That's why I asked. Oh no, I mean I was like stationed in Bethesda. I was living in Silver Spring though. I was Mo, over there in Silver Spring. Mo, Mo County. That's the uh, the the nice side of town. You know. What I'm but saying? I used to hang out in PG. You know, pretty girl kind of. That's where I used to oh, hang out at. Oh, okay, yeah, because that's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I know what you're right there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you 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 already know what what years was that? I was there. What two thousand and eight into like two thousand and I was deployed and I came back deployed. I didn't transfer until like two thousand right before two thousand and ten. So I was there like two years and then I transferred like to San Diego, California. And I deployed, came back, deployed, deployed. Like I always was, I spent most of my time deployed. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was more, it's more money when you deploy. Oh, I bet you, you originally um, from down oh, south? I'm originally from Cleveland. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine told me that's the bed bug capital of the world. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, no, like I don't know about bed bugs. I know like we are one of the top food spots. Like I was just talking to somebody about that. Like, yo, you can go 15 minutes any which direction here, and you could get a different culture type of food, and it'd be slapping. Like we got some of everything. Like you know the po- Polish boys. Like yeah, I know it started down. It's, I know the po-, po boy it started down south, but like adding that coleslaw and 
fries and stuff on that and the barbecue sauce. Man, they've been doing that for over 30 some years here. I'm about to be 38 and I know they've been doing it since I was younger. Oh, okay. But, um, we got some of everything, like literally some of everything. Some of everything. Yeah, we've been on the we've been on the food network when that dude used to travel around eating places. But yeah, man, we we Are you talking about Guy Fetty? I think that was him. Yeah, he used to travel and just eat foods. He didn't came here a few times, but like it's it's a hard work. It's a it's a it's a blue collar city. And like now we just starting to get a little recognition, especially with the Avengers movies. We getting recognition. Cause they like those guys who direct the Russo brothers. They from here, so they okay. be like shooting here all the time. Oh, okay, that's what's up. I didn't know that. I I know I know of the Russo brothers. I didn't know they was from Cleveland. Uh, actually, yeah. um, back in the day, one of the funnest nights of my life I had was in Dayton. It was a uh, right outside the flats. Um, apparently everything shuts down there at a certain time, so I ended up going to party with some townies and we went to this house where i i guess the the homeowners didn't give a fuck and they threw like this big ass bonfire slash pool party and they had all the furniture out on the front lawn and and they started setting shit on fire and i just was like i'm not from here and i don't want to get in trouble <laughs> yeah, no. yeah it's it's wild here it's yeah. wild that's 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 crazy. That's crazy, man. So say, how did you and Dewan meet? Oh, we were stationed together in Maryland. Okay. Yeah, we were stationed together in Maryland, and we were both in we were both in security, and it was one of those things. It was like we just so happened to be in the same section, you know, like the on the same shift or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when we when I first got there. We just linked up. We hung out with this this one. We met through this one guy who used to like party all the time, and then we realized like he partied a little too much. <laughs> so <we> kind of <laughs> like he he be on his way. He be on his way to work. It, you know, let me take a shot. Like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> like, yo, dude, calm down. But yeah, like, and we just we just clicked. We just clicked. Like, we were just on some intelligent like business some just like life experiences we just clicked and it was like it was been a it's like we you know we parted ways because of because of deployment in life or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's always been like yo man i ain't talked to you in a minute boom boom you know what i'm saying hit hit them up or whatever but um yeah like that was that was my dog the entire time i was there like he is the, he is one of the unofficial because uh, we never got my son uh, his baptism or whatever. I mean, his communion or whatever. So, but he's one of the one of the godfathers of my son. So, oh, okay, yeah, like and like he's the reason. Actually, he's one of the reasons. Because if I didn't talk to him, I would have broke up with that girl. But because me and him had that conversation, I ended up staying with her, and she got pregnant. I blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I blame him. I was just about to say, see, like you, you blame him for the birth of your son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, like he gave me some advice. You know, I would, I ain't gonna lie, I was fucking up. I was doing some ignorant shit. I was doing some rude shit, like just really not giving a fuck or whatever. But um, he was like, "Yo, man, you know, you need to chill." And I decided to chill, cool out, try to get my bearings together. Ended up staying with the girl. Then she got pregnant. 
<laughs> that's how I... it, it happens. I um I've been there, man. I um not not that I'm saying I'm going around getting girls pregnant or nothing like that, but <laughs> I I've been in the situation to where I got comfortable and then things went left. You know what I'm saying? Like actually well, one of my most recent relationships, um I was I was uh talking to this chick fresh out of a breakup actually. And she was cool with the situation, which was um, we could play house, but you know, once we separate, we we do our own thing. And this, she was from Raleigh, and she made everything from scratch: breakfast, lunch, and dinner, baked cakes, and all that shit. I'm talking about when I met her, I was two fifteen. When I left her, I was three twenty five. Oh, she was feeding you, feeding you. <laughs> Yeah, she got me. She got me to the point to where, you know, uh, Popeyes ain't taste the same. I I rather have some cornbread coming out the skillet with some with some home fried mm. chicken. Like, if I woke up, you know, late, she would already like made waffles and eggs and shit like that. So, you know, she she was fresh out of a marriage. She wasn't looking for nothing serious, and then she goes to this vision party with one of her friends or I guess her circle or whatever. And then 11 o'clock at night, she says, what are we? And I'm like, <laughs> where, did, where, where did this come from? You know? And she was just like, oh, I was talking to my friends and she was saying this and she was saying that. And, you know, I don't think I should be having sex before marriage. And I'm like, okay. Well, I guess I'm gonna go home and <laughs> talk to you later. <laughs> and that's what it was, you know. But everyone told me I was wrong, but we weren't in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's like a conversation. You just drop that. To, I mean, like that's one of them. You know, we sit. Let's sit down and let's have a conversation. Don't we not out? You know, at a in a public spot and possibility to cause a scene or we get upset and it's an awkward ride home or something <laughs> like that. It's, 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 trust me, man. I, I like, uh, yeah, well, fuck it. This, this is going to come out anyway. By the time it come out, it'd be exclusive here. I'm actually writing a, I just started writing a book last night. Um, you know, about a, you know, about a recent relationship. Cause after I dropped this last recent episode and I realized how, vulnerable i made myself mm. and like coming to terms about loss and growth or whatnot i was like you know what i'm just in this you know just start typing start typing um well yeah like being a better being a better person period like just not just for you but like in relationships or marriage or whatever like that because it's like man i was Man, I, I was terrible back in. I was terrible back in the day. Like my man, now the way I was moving, I was like, "Who are? Uh, what are we?" Shit, nigga, we look like we are going to two separate places tonight. <laughs> like I was bad. And then it was like I ran across one person, and like it was like, "Yo, running that game, running that like just being, you know, just that that old shit that like." that masking your emotions and shit and like all all of that changed like that like it was like yo wait hold on yo we well wait 
<laughs> I'm, you know, I'm grown, but like I had to grow the fuck up. And like, I ain't, I haven't, I'm not mad at the growth of a person, but it was like that. I'm sorry. I said all that to say like that. I had to grow up. I realized that certain shit I was doing, especially if I want to be a better businessman, mm-hmm. there's certain things that I got to stop doing in my personal life to sit up there and be a better business man or business person or whatever. A professional. Makes, yeah. Yeah. I got to be very professional, like not just in the business world, but also in my personal life and relationships and whatnot beyond from moving forward, as they say in the business, moving forward, I have to be very professional. Yeah, well, I, I checked out your uh your recent episode, man, and my condolences on your loss. Um, Thank you. uh, Thank you. after listening to that, I realized that's how you started your podcast, the Uncomfortable Conversation, and and yeah. that sparked, you know, the idea to, you know, create a Facebook group and, you know, get people talking about stuff that they, you know, probably keep in or have been teach to keep in because you don't talk about certain things and you know you deal with it yourself or you you know family business is family business stuff like that yeah but like it when when and we talk i like my family oh they mad at me i don't care i don't care like why are you telling the family business because there are other people there are other families out there or there are other people who are going through the same thing and it was like i'm just at that point where it's like look it's the it's the truth why you know like it's i'm not saying nobody's name okay may, all right my brother uh, you know my brother passed but you know that that entire episode was dedicated to him the entire show was dedicated to him but like i'm not saying family members name i mean the shoe fit lace that motherfucker up but there are <laughs> families out there, you know what i'm saying there are families out there who are you know like y'all wonder why um like last year they out here getting the PPP loan, unemployment, and y'all have nothing to show for it. Like, yo, that's a, that's a conversation. And then you go, you know, I'm getting cash app requests. Yo, let me get $20. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> you had all that money. And now you have nothing to show for me. Fuck out of here. It's an uncomfortable conversation. Like, what do you do? What do you have to show for it? Like, and it is like, I want to break that. I want to break that that whole uh you know like i had this episode it's like one of my first episodes we were talking about you know big mama hiding the uncle who be touching the kids man whoop that nigga no stop protecting him like we have to like it's a lot it's especially in our culture our culture we don't talk about it you know what i'm saying we don't our culture don't get help we don't seek you know our pride is everything we got you know black women are have to be strong this that and the other emotional and and men have to be a certain way, man. Look, we have to break out of like, I guess once we start, once we start talking about what bothers us or what's keeping us back, we can move forward. Like that keeping it in or, or after somebody passed, oh, you know, he touched her. Oh yeah. He touched me too. Why are we finding out about this now? Like if we've known, we could have stopped, man, it's, it's just so many conversations. <laughs> it's so much. It's so much to unpack over there. And it's like, I try to be funny. You know, I, I have different people come on or whatnot because like, you know, just to get a different aspect, like, hey, like my one co-host, she's from Barbados. Mm-hmm. The way they live down there, completely different from up here. And um, and 
she just brings a totally different vibe to the show. My cousin, Mr. 10K, he like a street nigga with a, <laughs> he not, he a street business sense. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like he, he talks to a certain group of people, like they can relate to him. My other cousin, Marcherie, she, um, she's the, she's a sound one. She's a, she's a sound one, but she also with the shit. Like she petty as all hell. And me, like there are moments where I just, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep the humor up to keep people engaged. But then there are certain times where I just like, yo, hold on. And, you know, I got to remind people that I'm, I, I'm kind of intelligent. I ain't the smartest one, but I'm, I'm I got a little, inte- I got some sense, but um, yeah, man, like, I love it. I love it over there. I do. Like when everybody come over there, it's like, yo, if you protecting your brand, do that, but air it out, air that thing out over there. I love it. I think uh, in instances like that, people don't, um, they don't want to heal because they don't want, they're not strong enough to take on that pain that requires, uh, you know, strength to go through that. And that's, that's key. You know, when you, when you have something, when you have your innocence taken from you or um, you put through uh, traumatic experiences and you're not shown how to heal from that or how to recover, then all you have is that memory and that memory brings up pain, even though it's mental, you know, it, it can feel physical. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think a lot of people want to unpack the truth. Mm. I, I honestly like, and and like I said on the like I said on the last episode, like it's almost five years. And that episode, when I said that, everything I said on that episode was the first time I said it out loud. Like it's always been sitting there in, in my, you know, in my brain or whatever. But that was the first time I said it out loud. And that was like one of those, whoa. And I didn't edit. So like, yeah, it's very like you could tell you could tell, you can hear it on a on a, it's you know, like the audio is trash. I just did it in one take or whatever, but it's like people don't I, I feel people don't want to unpack the truth because the pain. But it's like, yo, once you unpack that truth and you get that pain, the pain gonna come. It's either gonna come now or it's gonna come later. It, it's coming. It's coming. Like what what like get it out the way so you can start healing. A lot of people, you know, like people want to heal from it, but you gotta you gotta uh take it on head on. You gotta, you know, take it on head on to to start to heal from it. You could try to mask it up and do other stuff and dance around it, but in the end, it's going to come out. Like you, you going to get into a, some people get into a relationship and like, man, touch them a certain way and flash back and oh my God. And it dude don't even know what's going on. And, and she didn't, she ain't healed from somebody touching her when she was younger. Like that's, I just want, I just want people to, you know, get that pain out the way so they can start healing so we can be better people so yeah my bad i'll be like my bad man i'll be going on tangents <laughs> i be having a look man i'll be having a lot of conversation i'll be having a lot going on in my head man it's it's like it's it's crazy no nah, it's cool you know um you can get riddling for that <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> uh so you mentioned that uh you were trash in the past when it came to dating females. Man, terrible. Terrible. Give me give me a for instance, like um I I'm assuming that you know it wasn't your initial 
thought to go ahead and treat a female a certain way. Like sometimes it's like you want some get back stuff or you just want to go ahead and you're going to be a savage for a year or whatever the case may be. So, you know, give me one that stands out in your mind. One that stands out. All right. Um, And I know, I know she don't hear this. I ain't even going to say her name, but I wanted this, I wanted to date this one female, like flat out, like 2007, 2007, I was like, yo, what's her name? Give me her, you know, I was talking to somebody, I was like, yo, tell her I said, what's up? They was like, nah, I ain't, nah, 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 nah. okay, all right, cool. I'm in the, I'm stationed, I'm in the military at that time. Mm-hmm. I get out to the military in 2012. Guess who I run into? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, this five years, this a five year uh, fix. I didn't add a kid and everything. I just, I, I, my, it was like, yo, I'm gonna get her. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get her. That's, and she was a great, she was a good woman. She was a good woman. But once I got her, it was like, the fuck I'm supposed to do with her. And like, I, I get like, and you know, and she, like I said, she was a, she was a great woman. I was, I got her. I was like, I had, you know, I had a. Uh, freestyle that shit i had to freestyle that relationship man like i wasn't i wasn't ready i was not ready at all like i was like yeah man i'm gonna get her i'm gonna get her yeah 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 i got her and i was like oh shit you like movies and shit what's up like it was it was man man it was it was bad like you know like i i got respect for it though i got much mad respect for it because um you know like we still like we communicate every now and then. What's up? Everything good with you and your family? Da da da. Yeah, cool. But you know, like I, I know, I know that I was, I know that I was terrible back in the day. You know, like I, that, that was just an example. Like shit got wild though. But I remember that one specifically. I knew that I wanted her. I got her. Didn't know what to do with her, at all, at all. You was what twenty nine at that time, right? It's- 2007 I was oh no yeah no no 2007 when I said I wanted her uh yeah I was 29 when I got her I was 29 Mm -hmm. and when I got her I was 29 but man like that then it was like 30 was creeping up and I was like oh man what am I you know I'm doing some wrong shit and I didn't got this chick I'm about to be 30 I ain't really figured stuff out like Yo, do I really want to marry this woman? Do I want to, you know, make this real? I, I got her. Out. What the fuck am I doing? Like, man, it was, it was bad, man. That's just one example that stands out the most. There was another. There was other times where I just was like, you know what? I'm about to see if I can get one of every race. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, man. I was bad, and it wasn't like I, I didn't even want. I didn't want a relationship. I just wanted to see if I could pull them. Like I, I didn't got phone numbers without saying nothing. Like pull up in the mall, chick pull up. Hey, hold on. She walk over to the car. I was like, oh shit, that worked. <laughs> like I was terrible, man. She was a good woman too. She was good too. Like I've always run across good women, and I was just, I was trash. I was, I was just trying to see if I could pull you. I got you, and was like, hey, what's up? Where are we going with this, man? I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Yeah, that's. But that's then I faked it. I faked it. I faked it till they got tired of it. That's oh, that's that's trash behavior. I can understand it. It was, man. It was trash behavior. They was like, "Yo, take me out." 
nah, <laughs> no, nah, man, I got work. I always and I always used to use work as an excuse. I always use work as <laughs> oh, no, work, man. And how you always working? Yeah, yeah. I was on man. It was some trash ass. What they call it? Fuck. That was fuckboy behavior because I ain't had I ain't I ain't had no plans with them women whatsoever. I had a homeboy who uh, used to work for, I think it was Delta. Or it might have been American Airlines, I'm not sure. And he used to travel for free a lot, right? He said, I'm I'm going to hit me a girl in every state in the United States. And last time I talked to him about this particular subject, he was at 29. I was yeah. like, <laughs> you's a fool. <laughs> but he was like taking pictures and shit, like <laughs> with like cards from every state. And he was like, <laughs> like I remember when he got to 10, he was like, on my way. And like, you's a fool. But it's people out there that do that though. They 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 set goals you don't even know about these. Like it almost reminds me of that movie um that Vince Vaughn had. Uh I forgot what it was called, but he was a sperm donor. And I know what you're talking about. Somehow, I don't remember the name of what you're talking about. Somehow his sample got uh, used by like 300-some women, and he ended up having like all these kids. Like one of them was like a basketball player. One of them had triplets. He had like all these – he was related to all these kids. He had like grandkids and shit. I was like, man, that's that's crazy. But I'm pretty sure they based that on some truth, though, because that sounded like something that happened. That sounded like something somebody would do. That sounds like somebody something just go to every sperm bank in America, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, like it was it's like that behavior, I guess that that behavior stems from really not actually you could just be trash person, but like it 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 I think it stems from not seeing actual healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my mother has six children. I'm the oldest of her six. And it's like, yo, like, man, we, all of us, we got different last names. What's going on? You know, like, I love my mother to death, but it was like, like, she didn't have a healthy relationship. I didn't see many healthy relationships until I got, until I almost was an adult. You know, like, my mom would pick certain guys, and then certain guys would be good to her, and she'd like, ah. He too clingy. What? All right. You know, like so. I, I I adopted that. I adopted that behavior. If 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 a woman didn't, if a woman didn't, um, if a woman didn't excite me and stimulate me mentally or anything like that, like I was bored. I hey, you gotta go. I was terrible, man. I was terrible. <laughs> So, so basically, you can say that that was learned behavior because that's all you knew and that's all you saw. Oh, goddamn kids! Kids crying. My bad, man. <laughs> Hopefully, you can edit this part out. <laughs> I I got you. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I was saying that uh, you know basically that was that was learned behavior due to your environment. So. It wasn't your intention to become that way. You just was a product of your environment. So that's what you adapted to. True. But also, I was also, I mean, I was a nerd in school. I was voted most studious. And, and something else. I can't remember the other one. I, I was, man, I had, my GPA was high. And it was like, I was always in the books, in the books. I'm going to get, I'm going to get this money. I'm going to get this money. And then I was sitting up there thinking like, yo, yo y'all bitches bad. Well, here, <laughs> I got to senior year and I was like, 
yeah. It was too late though. I was like, oh man, I'm getting ready to get out of school. Fuck all this. Then I got out of school and I just, I went wild. <laughs> I went wild. Terrible. I was trash. I ain't gonna, man, look, hey, look, I'm trying. I'm saying this on the I Can't Make This Up podcast, man. I was trash. <laughs> I was trash. Facts. Facts. I was trash. Man, one of the chicks, what? I was I was crushing this on this chick who I was in the seventh grade with. And because I never got her, I was spiteful. So I was looking for a chick that looked like her just so I can get my get backs. That ain't happened to like years later, though, but. <laughs> I was trash. Like I was terrible, man. I was terrible. I want that Italian girl who used to live across the street from me. Man. She was she was bad. Like all of these Instagram models built how they built. She was built like that. She was bad. I never like we just never we never got past, you know. You know, remember when you used to be on the phone at night and you go, hey no, no. I'm on the phone. And y'all used to fall asleep and shit like that. And that was me. I, but I never got her, so I was like, all right, whatever. Then I just started chasing after her. Yeah. She was bad, man. <sighs> My bad. <laughs> she was bad. It's almost like you, you you chasing after her still, like mentally, you know what I'm saying? Subconsciously. Mentally? You got that you got that image of her, not of what she looks like, but what she meant to you at that time in your life. And that's what you seek in other women, you know? Y- yeah, but then then I ran across an intelligent woman, and yo, like, she was about her business. She ain't play no fucking game. She had, like, you know, she had she had goals, this, that, and the other. Like, she, man. And that's when I knew, that's when I knew, I was like, yo, I like that. I, you know, like, like I can, I can do that. Like, doing that, like, that, that having your shit together, like, not just, not just out here. Like having your shit together, having having a, a a business plan, having goals set for yourself. Um, excuse me. Having like wanting to build generational wealth. I was like, damn, why take me to after 30 to find something like, you know, to think about this? And I was like, you know what? All right. I had to ch- I started changing my ways. I started changing my ways. That was about six years ago. I started changing my ways. I'm terrible though, but I started changing my ways. Cause I ran across her and she like beautiful, smart, intelligent, business minded, goal oriented, like financially ca- uh, cautious and conscious and that whatnot, like budgeting and shit like that. I was like, yo, yo, that's, that's what a woman is. That's what man, she was black. She black woman. I'm like, God damn. That's with that, with that melanin queen. That's whatever them songs that they be talking about. I'm like, yo, that's her. That's her, and like, and if I can't go below, I can't go below those standards of her. I can't, I can't. But yeah, she fire, she nice. Like, she sparked your like motivation. The way, she, the, way, the way she made me, the way she made me elevate, the way she made me elevate me. Like, I was already, like I said, I was already intelligent. I was just. I was just trying to wild out on the shit that I didn't do. And, and like, I had, like, I'm, I'm a hard worker. I always kept a job and I'm like, but I didn't, I always kept a job, but I really didn't put that into play. Or like, I always had an idea about businesses, but then it was like, okay, I don't know the steps to do it. 
ran across her and was like, yo, okay, I got to do that. Okay, all right, bet, bet. And I ain't never looked, I ain't looked back since. That's dope. I think uh, every man needs somebody like that to push them and, and spark and inspire them into, you know, stepping their game up, uh, apply that pressure. Like it's yeah, as the wine to say, <laughs> you know, up your pressure, up your pressure. You know, I don't and, think I don't think if the man I don't think if the man is ready if if the man ain't ready, you know, like I I, I can say that you know maybe like somewhere in my, in that savage life I was in, it probably was one of those women out there. I just was I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready for that shit. But it, it you have to, I think men us men we have to like figure out like you know what we want and and make sure we good like mentally emotionally like we got to be emotionally available too and willing to like be a better be a better me like oh just because you didn't work hard and now you drive a you used to drive a honda now you drive a bmw that don't mean you you just worked hard to get that like where else are you going like that's material what are you what are you building for yourself what are you leaving but you know like emotionally are you there mentally are you there because you can fuck a good woman up i have a few of them and then you know like i wasn't emotionally ready for them or mentally ready for them but once you're ready and you run across that good one yo one of the best things ever so do you think it was uh her being in your life that made you ready or the fact that you were already ready and she showed you by making you want to think that way or making you want to start pursuing your dreams I think I was ready. I was ready, but her and I, we made it. We had a friendship first. Like mm-hmm. we built a relationship off of a friendship, and like I was still struggling. I, I was struggling with like trying to be the old me, but I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And then the old me is slip in there and be on this bullshit. And I'm like, fuck. You know, like I was fighting with myself on my growth. And she just like, she motivated me. Like it was never, she like, yo, you know, you, if I had a bad day, you you can have a bad day. What you going to do about it though? You, you, that problem still going to be there. You know, you got to figure that shit out, you know, come up with a solution for it. You, you could powder all day about it. You could be mad. What the fuck you going to do about it? And it's like, yo, you're right. You know, all right, let me figure this out. Let me, okay. Like if I go over here to this job, Okay. If I go over here to this job, oh my God, I'm killing these kids. If I go over <laughs> here to this job, you know, they got better benefits. You know, they got this going on. Like, oh damn, man, they they 401k. Oh, they match it. Oh, okay, cool. They savings plans. All right, boom, boom, boom. Like certain shit, I wasn't think I wasn't thinking about savings plan. I wasn't thinking about retirement. I wasn't thinking about 401k. I just thought like, you know, just make money, make money, get to a certain age and retire. But if I ain't putting nothing away, fuck am I? Fuck am I doing? You know, like she just, she like, she kicked real game to me. Like she kicked game to me like a, like a dude in the female version, like, like an old school, like, you know, something that you hear from one of your old heads. Like she gave me game because her dad and her mom gave her the game. And I was like, my parents ain't give me that. Damn. That was something I was lacking. I wish I would have started that shit earlier, but I was ready for her. And she came and she hit me with something new. She hit me with like, she hit me with some, some good info, some like a great friendship that became a relationship. Like we dated, courted her. Um, we started like taking trips together, like doing different shit. 
just like, yeah, everybody like, oh yeah, we gonna go to Miami. No, man, we, our first vacation was out the country. We ain't drive to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> we ain't drive to Florida. We ain't do nothing. That. We went. We went to a different country, and I was like, "Yo, this is fire!" You know, we took in culture. We learned some shit, and then it was like, "Yo," we just started talking about businesses, and it was like, "Man, we can make this. We can make this, and we can just live off of this business. Had this business, pay this bill, this this, pay this mortgage. Boom, 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 and just chill." And I was like, "Yo, I want to do that. I want that." So shit ain't I ain't looked back since. And that was six years ago. That was six years ago. I ain't look, I ain't going back. I ain't going back to anything less than that. That's what's up, man. You know, I uh I always feel good to hear somebody, you know, flip that flip that script on what everybody would think is the normal or the typical life and how they uh assume things should go because it ain't no it ain't no rule book. It ain't no map. It ain't no schedule for any of us. Everything. Every every time you wake up in the morning, it's an opportunity to make a decision. And the decision is going to either have positive results or bad results. But there's no perfect answer to any of this stuff. You know? If, if that was the case, um, then I, I would have seen a lot of the bad stuff coming. You know? And I got some of the craziest luck in the world. Like, like you wouldn't believe I, I actually had a dude come in. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you something, uh something crazy that happened to me years ago. This was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. And I actually had a guy come into a place that I used to work at, right? Mm-hmm. He asked for a job application. I gave it to him. He left out and stole my car. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, time out. Time out. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had a, a, a 88 Cutlass right at the time. Oh, okay. I got it as a, I got it as a gift, and it's an old ass car. So I had like his store tags on it. I was I was paying basically nothing for insurance or nothing. And at this time, gas was like three something, and it took like twenty five bucks to fill the engine. So for me, I was I was comfortable riding. You know what I'm saying? Regardless to what anybody said. So this guy comes in, asked for a job application, and we worked in like a warehouse district. So you had to know we was back there to even, you know what I'm saying, think of coming in there for a job application. So I'm assuming that he just was like lurking through the parking lot and was looking for like something easy to steal. Or somebody knew. Or somebody knew what you drove. And they was like, yo, this is 88 Cuddy over here. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. So I, I just so happened to be working at the front counter and he comes in, he asks for a job application. I go give it to him and he leaves and I went back to work. An hour later, I go, you know what I'm saying, to head out to lunch. Now, when I go outside, I don't see my car. And at first, I don't think someone stole my car because at the time, me and my brother, we play, you know, we play fucked up games like he might. He, he has a tow truck, so he might have took my shit like and moved it around the corner or something like that, right? Or one of the guys that work next door to me, they might have moved it with the forklift, you know, because I'll do some shit like put posters all over his car on my day off. So when he come out, he got to remove every single one of them. You can't just, 
you know, drive and the shit gonna come off, you know? So I asked the dude, Charlie, next door. He said, nah, it wasn't me. I called my brother. He said, I'm out of town. So I'm like, where's my car? I go back. I look at the security tapes. The guy walks directly to my car after he leaves the store. Steals my car and leaves. So I filed a police report, right? Filed a police report that day. And 28 days later, I get a a letter from a tow company saying that my car has been sitting there since the day it got stolen. And I owe like $1,200 in impound fees, right? I said, I don't, I don't owe shit. My car was stolen, right? I go to the impound yard. I show them a copy of the police report. <clears throat> show them my, you know, a copy of my registration and everything. And they like, um... Yeah, we're going to have to get the police to, you know, come and release the vehicle or whatever, right? And I'm like, but why? I have proof that this is my vehicle and it was stolen, right? So they was like, yeah, nothing I could do. And the lady just closed the window on me. So I go down to the police station. I tell them what's going on. And they, they follow me back up there. And as I'm coming down the road, I see a tow truck with my car on the back of it going into the impound lot. Right. And I'm like, I wish I could just cut him off, but I'm going to go to jail for, you know, stopping a tow truck in the middle of the road to get my own car back. Like, you know, shit like that. That's, that's the type of thoughts I was having. Right. So I go up, I'm hot now. I'm like, why the fuck is my car coming back to a tow yard? This is supposedly been here for 28 days. Right. And I talked to the tow truck driver and he said that they was about to uh, sell it at the, I guess, the repo yard because after 30 days, if no one claims it legally, they can, you know what I'm saying, take possession of the vehicle. So I'm like, oh yeah, y'all got me fucked up. <laughs> the police do whatever they had to do. They release my vehicle. I get it back. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm looking at a totally different vehicle. Like, like they took the radio, they took the cushions off the passenger seat. There was blunt guts everywhere. There was a book bag with homework in it. My CD cases was gone. The uh, the uh, steering wheel cover was gone. Like like the the factory steering wheel cover. Like it was just metal. I was just like, what what happened? So they was pissed off because at this time, this was uh, when Bush was in office. And gas okay. was high as shit, right? So, yeah. you know, people was like siphoning gas out of people's gas tanks. So I had this gas cap that when you turned the key, it like this uh thing was spread out and you couldn't even get past the gas cap. So if you couldn't even break it open to steal gas, like that's the type of shit you had to do. So when my car ran out of gas, they couldn't do nothing. So I guess they just took it out of my car. And I just like, why? Why me? <laughs> Oh man! Out of all people, I can't. Oh, I, I can't make this up. <laughs> I like people. I think people just. You know what? I can't. I ain't even gonna try to make an excuse for why people do shit. I'm not. I'm. I'm really not. Like, it's a a lot. A lot of actions or decisions that a lot of people make nowadays. 
it's just for show. It's just for cloud. It's it's trendy. It's cool at the moment. Like right now, um, they like I ain't gonna lie. Like back when we were growing up, I had a uh, we used to do this thing like called it. Hey, what's up? I was like, what? I was maybe like six, fifteen, sixteen. Me and a couple of got friends. We walked down the street. Hey, what's up? Dude say nothing or he say what's up. If he didn't say nothing, we just kept going. If he said what's up, we would just fight him. No fucking reason. And then I'll sit up there and I look and I was like, you know, it's it was immaturity. It was stupid. But we just we were just bored. We were bored. Like terror, like, oh my God. People, the actions and decisions that we made by being bored, just or because we didn't have shit, man. It's it could have changed the entire trajectory of my fucking life. Like I used to do dumb shit. I used to do some dumb shit. Breaking the factories just to steal like just to steal like uh material supplies so I can build a clubhouse. <laughs> Dude, I was <laughs> I was like 13, 14. I'm terrible, man. Like just do I used to do dumb shit. And I'm thinking like now I'm older, I'm like, damn, I could have got breaking and entering, or I could have got char theft charges. I mean the materials that I took that you know like golly like I was I could have had a record as a juvenile which would have carried over and made it just dumb shit dumb shit like oh my god I was terrible I was terrible I ain't steal no car I wouldn't have sold a car it's too much it's too much work for all of that man you gotta be you gotta be brave you gotta be brave to steal especially out of a out of a bit a place of business, they got cameras. <laughs> you was inside. Like why why even go inside so somebody can see your face or the cameras can actually clearly see you, then go outside in the parking lot and steal somebody car. That's the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> that is the dumbest shit ever. You wanna know why? Because um just like when I filed my police report, they didn't enter it into the system for like ten days. So they they rely on people or I don't say people, they rely on lazy police officers to do that, you know, and that and that was the norm. And that still is the norm. They just two police officers just got suspended slash fired for drag racing they cars, uh DC Metro police and crashing them. Bored. Yeah. Bored. Yeah. I, I remember like last year, as soon as the pandemic hit, as soon as the pandemic hit, right? I was like, yo, you know what? I don't know how this work schedule gonna be. I'm about to take some money. I'm about to pay up my I'm about to pay up my bills for two months. I I take the money out, go get I go up here to the grocery store and get two money orders. My bank was closed that day. Go get mm-hmm. two money orders. I'm like, all right, cool. Boom. You know. I got the money orders and I'm like, all right, Monday, you know, the office was closed. This I was living in the I was living in this apartment. Monday, I'm going to office, you know, boom, two months. Cool. Um, I had a I, my cousin like had just moved in with me or whatever. And his brother used to come over. Like his brother used to come over. I didn't know his brother was a thief. Like, like, so seventeen hundred dollars money orders like i got it on top of the refrigerator right so sunday night i'm like yo let's get some popeyes 
cool. You know, like, boom. Or we dry the Popeyes, we eating Popeyes, whatever. Boom, my phone rang. My phone rang, my phone rang, and it's like my daughter. I'm talking to my daughter, or whatever. I'm going, I go in my room. The next, you know, like maybe like 11 o'clock at night, I hear the door close or whatever. I'm like, oh, his brother left or his half brother left, or whatever. His brother left. All right, let me lock the door. Boom, go to sleep. The next morning, I wake up. I'm like, all right, I'm about to go to the office, I'm about to pay these bills up for two months. I go get the money orders. Where the fuck they at? Right now, I'm like, did I throw them away? Because I remember cleaning up. I'm going through the tra- tear the trash up. I wake my cousin up. Yo, man, where blah blah? You know where the money at? Where the, where the money orders at, man? So I can pay this these this rent for two months and stuff like and all these bills. He's like, you put it on top of the refrigerator, and I was like, I did. Go, it's gone. And we like, I'm like, yo, if he if your brother took it, I'm gonna kill him. Call him, man. I swear on my, I swear on this person. I swear on this person. Blah blah. I'd never take from you. I drive to the, I drive to the grocery store where I bought him from. Right. Mm-hmm. I drive to the grocery store where I bought him from. Thirty minutes prior to me getting there, he was in there cashing it. He was cashing the money orders. They had a they had a, a copy of his driver's license. They got him on camera. The police station across the street. Okay. Go across the street. Like, listen, the grocery store across, and I'm filling this police report out for this, that, and the other. You know, this person, his whole name, he stole $1,700. They got him on camera. And the reason it took them so long, like I had missed him, I had missed him by 30, like under 30 minutes. Missed him. He went. Back to the grocery store, I bought him from the cash. And like, so then after that, the turn of events. Oh, you know, hey, hey, don't press charges on me. I'm going to give you the money back. Man, you got, man, fuck you. Like, <laughs> and then after after I tell family members, they was like, oh, yeah, he's still. I didn't know that. You know, like, how come ain't nobody, like, that? that's a conversation you're supposed to have. Like. Yo, don't yo, don't let you know, don't let so and so around because they be stealing. You you ain't know he still. I don't fuck with him like that. He you know he cool and everything, but he stole out my man to this day. If I see him in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of him. <laughs> but yeah, man, like no, like and the cops didn't put the report in. Like you said, lazy. They didn't put the report in to like almost two weeks later. I, and I, I had to fight because he's I lived in one city, but I got the uh, the money orders from another city. Mm-hmm. I had to file police reports in both. So it's a continuation. Mm-hmm. And he got mad at me. like he, he was mad at me like, yo, man, you know, I'll just give you your money back. It was nothing. Bitch, it wasn't your man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, and then he tried to have people co- uh, contact me to, hey, man, can you just drop the charges? I ain't dropping shit. I ain't dropping shit. Like, no, no. Like, you steal from somebody and then you expect them to be like cool with it. I mean, I get maybe like 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. You stole my bill money, two months worth of bills. Mm-hmm. You don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> you don't get the fuck out of my face. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't make this up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once you once you take uh, over a thousand dollars, isn't that a larceny or something like that? 
actually it's over five anything over five hundred dollars is a felony okay so anything over five hundred dollars is a felony and him stealing in one city and then continuing the crime in another city it's like he gets theft and fraud so and it's and a felony and then it's felonious felonious (laughs) theft and like yo you fucked yourself like if you needed so if you needed a couple of dollars cool all right that's cool you ain't gotta steal you ain't gotta take shit but yeah man like did you get the money back no i ain't get the money back i didn't like they 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 taking their time on this whole case and it's like man it's it's like one of those things it's like i don't want because i'm i'm trying to be i'm trying to be you know an adult about this mm-hmm. but i didn't gave the address where he lives at and all of this like yo just do your job do your job because then it's like i get that i get the money back you know paint and like a bunch of other stuff the lawyer said like like he took 1700 but i'll end up getting back more than 17 because of like the the situation and you know of course the pet corona just hit mm-hmm. and and you know like everybody was out struggling and i was still working i was still at work and you just took like now i gotta i gotta try to get overtime when we ain't really got hours like that mm-hmm. and nobody's working ain't no money co- man i was i'm still hot to this day I'm still, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to do it the right way and like go through the court legal system. But you know, you know how that works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't make this up. <laughs> they, they make rules for them and laws for us. Yo, <laughs> yo, like <laughs> that is, that is probably the most honest thing I'd have never like. Yeah. They make rules for them, laws for us. Yeah. When we start playing, when we start playing by their rules, then they change the rules. It's, they just keep moving the goalposts. It sucks. It, it's trash. Like our the image, the image of us in the media and just in general. But then again, we don't help it. We don't, we don't help build up our image with the shit that like they want to put out and portray us. Like you have a lot of you have a lot of successful people who are doing something for themselves, but people want to see the bullshit. They want to see the drama. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the drama is more entertaining than oh, uh Big T, Big T started a podcast. He got this going for us. He got this on so uh, talk to us about when Big T, you know, just sucker punch somebody in Chipotle. You just don't want to celebrate my success, like man. It's 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 foul. It's foul how we get treated in the public opinion. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, we live in a society in a detriment where drama sells, petty sales, agony sales, pain sales. That's what people click on. They click <laughs> on ass, then they click on drama, and any mm-hmm. type of uh. uh you know, supplement that that favors their fancy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. Like I don't, I don't subscribe to knowing what uh, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez has going on. Like I don't, I don't care. Like that, that's the shit that that doesn't matter. I do care about a bill being passed that's going to affect my taxes, or you know, what I'm saying, uh, change school districts, stuff like that. You know, I'm not, I'm not yeah, focused yeah. on. 
everything that happens on Capitol Hill. But anything that's going to affect me directly, that's the stuff I focus on. Other than that, yeah, I keep it light and I keep it simple. You know what I'm saying? So n- nothing, I, nothing so wrong I, with anybody that covers that topic. But it's like, who cares? Like, number one, <laughs> my, mind your business. Like, goddamn, if a motherfucker's having a, a breakdown, that's them. If they want to do it publicly, because what happened when it when it's your turn? Then it's oh, I would like for you to please respect my privacy. You wasn't respecting no. us. <laughs> no, we invested. <laughs> like people, it, it, it's it's crazy because it like you see it, especially on especially on Facebook, you see people who um they throw all their business out there, right? And like even though like I may know them personally, I just be like, yo, you wilding out here. And then soon as somebody has an opinion about it, it's like, yo, you don't know nothing about me. What are you talking about? I watched Lil' Junior grow up. <laughs> I watched him, you know, <laughs> from six months. He about to turn set. I know his birthday. I know we like Power Rangers. You know, what What do you mean I don't know about your life? You put everything out there. It's people who put, it's people who put their life on social media and then get mad when people have an opinion about it. And it's like, yo, don't. If you don't want people to be in your business or have an opinion on the way that you move, stop giving them a reason to talk about you. Or like you said somebody Hernandez or whatever. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Whoever you said, I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. But you you know, like you you have people who have an opinion on other people's life or or don't talk about Beyonce. And it's like, who wait, what? She didn't tell you happy birthday. Stop. No. Like. I think people pay a lot more attention and they give a lot more energy when they can be doing something positive to things that really has no concern on what they're doing in life. In my opinion, people don't want to focus on their own stuff, so they focus on other people's lives. It's better than dealing with what they got going on and what's in between their ears. Because if, if if they talked about that, then uh, they couldn't handle it. Or they they don't they don't want to deal with the response that they might get by sharing their story with somebody else. Like, you know, you hurting and you don't want to face the truth, you know. Or you might just be crazy, you know. I don't I don't know. You know? There there are some people that are just not right in the head. Like honestly. Like, um it's okay. Some, it's some people who eat off of that. Yeah. That crazy? They they love it. I, I don't I get it. Do it. I don't get it. Like, I knew a girl uh, that was bipolar, medically, uh, you know what I'm saying, diagnosed, and did not take medication for years. Years. It wasn't until she got locked up for like the fifth time when she said, I'm getting tired of uh, almost breaking my wrist fighting these people in the handcuffs that she decided to do something about it. Like, what? And she was in her late 20s. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It took it took the pain from her wrist being messed up from fighting, trying to fight off people who's putting her in jail. Like, come on now. You gotta you gotta do better. And and she was a mother. I mean, uh, well, at least she got it together now, but I mean, or hopefully she got it together I, now. I, but, uh, I hope so too, because I, I don't follow crazy. <laughs> Yeah, like it's 
people again people love some people love it some people love the thrill of that drama some people love to ex- i think also some people love to see especially like if they really ain't got no issues and they want some excitement they like to sit up there and watch the bullshit like oh yeah you hear some somebody sent me something talking about somebody named Portia took somebody man i was like i don't know what this is oh this is this i don't care shut up i don't don't say this shit don't send me none of this shit. Like, I don't care. I don't care about some chick taking another dude, man. Well, no, you need to have a conversation about it. All right, well, say that. Don't, like, just give me the, give me a preface of, like, what's going on, what you want to talk about. I don't care about some chick taking some, her friend, man. I don't care. Like, you could have said, you could have said a little Keisha around the corner took a uh, tease, a uh, man, and, and say that. Like, say somebody I know. Say something. Oh, I hate people. they stress me out man they stress me out i don't like if it doesn't if it doesn't affect me or if it doesn't like you know if it doesn't interfere with what i got going on i don't care i don't like okay like like you said the taxes the tax laws and stuff like that like these voting rights that they're trying to suppress and stuff like that okay i'm gonna pay attention to that i'm gonna pay attention oh wait y'all Okay, y'all gonna change these laws? All right, well, what's all in this bill that y'all trying to pass? Like, I mean, I like tax breaks like the next man. You know, we could follow that. Oh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's just the state of Georgia. Okay, but I know somebody in Georgia. Maybe I should forward them this information. Hey, look, you know they doing this in your state. Florida, hey, yo, you know they doing this. You know, like, hey, pay attention. They gonna try to slide this in here. You know, I don't know. You might want to pay attention to this bill they trying to pass, this governor or whatever but yeah if it ain't if it don't interfere with me i, I yeah I, don't, I just let that shit slide i i tell you like i tell anybody else you know it don't matter how many times you retweet something or give somebody a shout out when when they're that, that high up or they that famous they they don't give a fuck about it you can you can argue and fight with somebody to your last breath about this person <laughs> And they will they will hear about it and they will not care. You understand what I'm saying? So stop giving all your energy to these people because the fantasy of emulating or wanting to be like them or imitate them is better than you know what you got uh, around you and above your head. Like you know, get get with it, man. Like get get yeah. with reality because you know uh, it ain't no reset button. And ain't no rewind button. And Thanks. you only got to your last breath to do something about it. My goal in life is, you know, when when I'm underneath that headstone and that dash in between the date I was born and the date I died meant something. And it meant something to more than just, you know, my family. I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it worth something. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. Somebody said I've I've heard that. That's a, that's a, that's a, somebody why some, uh, somebody with more wisdom than me had said that not I didn't pay no attention. I was like, wait, what? What you saying? It was like that dash, that's your life. That just that just show your start and your, your your start time and your end time. But what you do in between that, yo, like that's what means something. I was like, oh shit. That back then I was also smoking, so I was like, <laughs> man, that's like, oh, yeah, shit. but it, st- it stuck with me. It stuck. It stuck with me, and I haven't heard it in forever. 
I haven't heard it in forever, but like you the first person I didn't heard say that. I don't even remember who said it. To be <laughs> like I was yeah, I was yeah, trash back in the day, I told you. Yeah, I got an old soul, but <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, look, uh I'm gonna go ahead and wrap things up. I know you got uh things to do. And yeah. um uh, I was about to say, uh, we're going to have to uh, loop this back around and and have another conversation, man. This has been dope. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, like, yeah, I, we got to put something together so you come on over and talk your shit on. Un- hey, man, don't don't bring no profound talk when you come over there. I mean, you can, but when you come over to an uncomfortable conversation, man, air it out. Like, yo, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. Like, man, I've been waiting. To t- like, come just 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 be you. Come. <laughs> You're comfortable being uncomfortable, man. Like I, I appreciate you having me on, right? Because I, I told everybody I was like, "Yo, yeah, look, I, Big T on Tuesday." Da, 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 and I was like, "What y'all talking about?" I was like, "I don't care." <laughs> he sent me the link. I'm showing up, <laughs> and I told I told you today I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna show out. Like, I, hey, like I said, I got a lot. It'd be a lot going on, and I always got something to say. Always, man, that's that's actually a bad thing. Maybe I should shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> <Psych>. <laughs> oh man, I, I was gonna say, man, you you could have you could have drank on camera, man. It was fine. And oh man, hey, no, they ain't paying us. They ain't paying us. <laughs> no, no, we, they don't pay us. We 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 cover the labels and we drink off camera until until till that check clear. <laughs> I, I I feel you. I feel you. I, it's um. It's a dude I recently interviewed who uh, runs a consulting firm. Um, I'm gonna send you his info on IG, man. He might be able to help you out on your business ventures. My guy, <laughs> my yeah, guy, most definitely. But um, hey. uh, won't you go ahead and uh, let the people know where they can find you at and everything you got going on? All right. Uh, again, thank you, Big T, and I can't make this up podcast for having me. I am, you know, that one guy from. Uh, the Uncomfortable Convo on Instagram at Uncomfortable Convo. Um, my podcast is on all platforms. Um, I'm on Grown Man Logic every Thursday. I got the Weekend Chaser every Monday. Uh, my show drops Monday or Sunday. Man, I I'd be busy. <laughs> <laughs> I be busy. I be busy. You can you know like um, my show drops every Monday. I'm also doing the Weekend Chaser Monday nights at 9. I have the Grown Man Logic on the Grown Man Logic podcast at 9 p.m. on Thursdays. Um, yeah, just go to at Uncomfortable Convo on Instagram. Merchandise coming in like tw- 20 days, whatever that is in 20 days. What's today? The, the 31st, yeah, June 1st or whatever. I, mm. My merchandise dropping. Um, yeah, thank you for having me, man. Come on over to the Uncomfortable Convo, Big T. I appreciate you having me, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Uh, I'll definitely I'll definitely stop on by. We're going to have to uh, set a date. Yeah, we're going to have to chop it up. Most definitely. Yes. Man. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a, a dope conversation with my host, Eric. Give it up for him. Give it up for him. <laughs> I have been your host, the Landover Legend, aka Big T, and this has been another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. That's I Can't with a K, Make This Up podcast. Man, you can also find this podcast everywhere they are available. And I'm also on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
And I'm going to say this again, like I've been saying recently. If you're listening to this, hit that follow button. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you check out the Uncomfortable Conversation podcast. Make sure you check out Grown Man Logic. You understand what I'm saying? Support these people like they support you because we do it for us. So you should do it for you. And that too. That didn't make sense, but I, I'm, I'm going to say it again anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the comments. I appreciate the likes and the shares. Until next time, peace.